Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by that damn barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. My man, Ben McKee. I am Jason Swain. My man, Ben McKee from Go Vols 247. Well, that's better, Ben. That's better. Lady Vols getting a dub or on the way getting a dub. That's better. Still got some work to do, but that's better. Tennessee, not number one anymore on the football field. But that's all right, Ben. Good evening. Good evening. I hope you are well. Also, hope Jordan Horston is well. Scary. I have not watched tonight's Lady Balls game. I was over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium shooting some photos, watching Tennessee square off in its orange and white World Series. But I did get a notification that Jordan Horston hurt her leg. So, hope she is is well and well long term as well. Uh, but yeah, Tennessee no longer the number one team in the country, but still a lot to play for. Can certainly still go win a national championship. Can can still go make the playoffs. And uh, although that is still a lot to play for, it, it is a little more difficult this week than it was last week because a you're not number one. And Swain, you and I have not talked about this, but in my opinion, Tennessee is currently incorrectly seated at number five instead of being number four where they should be <laughs> hey man i'm not gonna i'm not gonna disagree with you on that one uh i just i just don't really care at this point because uh, i know it's gonna work itself out if tennessee goes out and handle, handles business i don't think tcu is gonna run the table um and when that happens tennessee is gonna slide right back on in <laughs> that top I four you I feel you. I, I know it's just November 8th when the second rankings come out, and I agree. There's a lot of football left. It, it'll work itself out. But my only complaint is that if Tennessee were seeded properly, they would not need help from anybody else because if they were number four, they would beat Missouri like they're going to. They would beat South Carolina like they're going to, and they would beat they're winning all three of those games and if you're number four you're going to stay at number four the entire time and you don't need help elsewhere whereas now yes it will work itself out but there is the chance of tcu running the table uh ohio state michigan maybe both getting in now, Oregon running the table, USC running the table. There, there's all these possibilities to, to where Tennessee could be the, the odd man out on uh, the, the selection Sunday, whereas if they were ranked number four this week, they win the next three games and they're in. Because if, if Tennessee wins out at number four, they're not dropping them for, for continuing to win their game. So that's my only complaint. Yeah, I think the winner between Michigan and Ohio State is going to go. The other one's going to watch the college football playoff because both of their schedules are weak. Um, and then I think you'll see Tennessee uh, or TCU in there, Oregon, if they run the table. So um, I, I, I agree with Heather Dinich from uh, ESPN when she said that uh, it's going to be Georgia. She feels like it's going to be either Ohio State or Michigan, and she feels like it's going to be um, – Tennessee and, and Oregon. 
And I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So um I I am I am here for it. And Tennessee just has to go out there and, and play ball. Simple as that. Gotta go play ball. And we're gonna know a lot about this football team being in the first quarter of this football game because of senior day coming off a loss, coming off a week where folks got their jokes off, especially Georgia fans, man. They've been getting their jokes in, and all you got to do is, all you can do is sit there and take it. <laughs> you can't say anything back. You got to take it. Tennessee fans, you got to just take it from Georgia fans. But everybody else, you got to pop back at the mouth because they wish they were in the position that Tennessee is. There's not one school in the SEC that right now can say anything to Tennessee outside of Georgia because Tennessee is in a position that they wish they were in this year, and that is a chance to go win national championship. Just got to go out there and, and handle Missouri. I know you watch some Missouri film. If I know you, myself, Ben McKee, I know you watch some Missouri film. So what have you seen so far? Uh, that the offense does not scare me at all and that the only way this can be a close game is if Tennessee's offensive line played the way that it did against Georgia, because I I think that the Missouri defense is very improved, and I think a lot of that is because of the Missouri defensive line. They they are good up front. They they really are. That's why they've been been able to muddy some games. But on the flip side of that, they've been able to muddy some games maybe they weren't supposed to, like the Georgia game, because of their defensive line, but they haven't been able to take advantage of that because of how poor the offense is. So uh, there's no skill players they have outside of Luther Burden that that really scares me. And and right now, honestly, Luther Burden does not scare me a ton because he's a true freshman and and it doesn't really seem like they are utilizing him properly. Brady Cook does not scare me. I don't think their offensive line is is anything serious. Tennessee's defensive line should should win that matchup all day long. They they don't have any backs that, that should give Tennessee issues. So if, if this game is close, I think it's because they, they do not handle the emotions of senior day well or because the offensive line plays like it did against Georgia instead of the seven games leading up to Georgia. Uh, this Tennessee offensive line has played good defensive fronts all year. Uh, LSU, uh, Florida's is, is solid. Alabama's has talent, obviously. Kentucky's has talent. Pittsburgh's has talent. And in all of those games that I just mentioned, Tennessee's offensive line was the better group. The only the only game that they have not been is the Georgia game. But here's the thing to remember in terms of evaluating Tennessee's offensive line against Missouri's defensive line is that Missouri's defensive line is not Georgia's defensive line. Georgia's just in, in a in a league of its own, Swain. And and I it, it was very disappointing. Obviously, we can have a whole conversation from. The, the, the standpoint of what Tennessee did wrong, but I kind of feel like we learned more about Georgia and the fact that they are in a league of their own, maybe more so than, than Tennessee. So uh, I expect Tennessee's offensive line to, to get back in, in into the flow of things and, and play the way they were pre-Georgia. And, it, and if they do that, then I don't think it's going to be a close football game. That Georgia game, offensive line was, was thinking – while trying to carry out the responsibilities. And I think it's hard to do that when you are trying to do two things at once. Ben, you are a new father. It's different than it's different for you when you're just talking on the phone, just 
without any kids around or without your holding your baby in your hand. But when you hold your baby in the hand and then you try to talk on the phone, it's easier to miss things that the other person is saying on the other line. It's easier to make mistakes. And our offensive line was on the heels in that Georgia game and made mistakes. That crowd noise played, played a huge part. I look forward to seeing these two teams play again and uh, how Tennessee offensive line will play without that atmosphere to have to deal with. But Mizzou's defense is better. Man, this ain't the same defense from last year where <laughs> they quit, they look confused, they was dazed, <laughs> they was they was tired, they was sleepy. I don't know what was going on with, the, with Missouri's defense last year, but they did not want to play, and Tennessee took full advantage of Missouri's defense. And you know, Coach Wilkes, who's now the interim coach with the Carolina Panthers, he wanted no part of college football after that game. Uh, he has spent a lot of time in the NFL. He tried to dip his toe in the water in the college game. It was not a good fit. But the defense coordinator they have now uh, is fully aware of SEC offenses and college offenses. So as a result, this Missouri defense is better. Can they stop Tennessee? No. I watched no. Missouri, Kentucky <laughs> in the first half, and it looked like a pillow fight the first half. It was pathetic. Both both teams <laughs> having about to go to sleep. Now, I did watch Missouri and South Carolina, and, hey, man, I don't know what's going on in South Carolina, but they, they did not show up at all that game. But Missouri, give credit to them because they had a great game plan. They had a lot of energy, and they carried the fight to South Carolina. You said you – only one guy scares you and Luther Burden. Honestly, Dominic Lovett scares me more than Luke, Luther Burden. Luther Burden, they try and get the ball to him in several different ways. Had him at running back, gave him a couple of toss sweeps. Uh, he's a punt returner. But Dominic Lovett, he's the one that has some big plays against South Carolina. He's the one that in that South Carolina game, they fed the ball to. I want to say he had 10 catches. Like he was, he was balling, man. He was like he was balling, balling um, against South Carolina. I anticipate them using Lovett deep, like they did McConkley and uh, number eleven from Georgia. They're gonna try to do the same thing Georgia did, and they'll realize that they can't do it because they don't have the same players. But they're gonna try, Ben. You know that, right? Yes, and 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 you just said exactly what I was going to say when, when you were discussing Missouri's defense, Blake Baker has done a tremendous job. And yep. this defense is, is not only better than they were last year, it continues to get better from week to week. But although I, I think Georgia may have laid out somewhat of a, a blueprint, Missouri just does not have the bodies to, to go do what Georgia did. And that was just out physical Tennessee. On top of the crowd noise, I think the crowd noise absolutely flustered Tennessee. It did. I didn't quite under, understand the, the the talk of of last week about the stadium being easy to play in. It was Maybe stupid. it was. It was stupid. 15, 20, 20 years ago, but th- this is a different Georgia team. This this is a, a Georgia fan base that just won a national championship. They. I know the college football playoff rankings had Tennessee number one, but Georgia was number one in, in the AP poll. So in a roundabout way, they have the number one team in the country. 
and, and then Tennessee was coming to town as the number one team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, and Georgia fans felt slighted by that. And and obviously Georgia has a great chance of winning a second national championship. So that Georgia fan base is, is much more energized now than they were 15, 20 years ago. So I, I didn't yeah. understand that talk throughout the week. And it, it certainly led to pre-snap penalties. And that's something Tennessee has to be better at, especially for such a, a veteran-laden offense. Like, you should be able to handle that better. This is not an inexperienced offense. And, and maybe it's the, the scheme and, and trying to want to go fast that, that just throws them off. But I, I, even though it was a great environment, it was very loud. Yep. This, this veteran team should have handled it better, in my opinion. So I, I'd like to see them on a neutral field play. I would still pick Georgia. How could you not pick Georgia with the way they bullied Tennessee in the trenches on both sides of the ball? And and Georgia's DB got the, the better of Tennessee's receivers as well. So I, I would like to see that on a neutral field. I think it, it would be a closer game than, than what it felt like on, on Saturday. But uh, aside from the crowd noise factoring in, Tennessee was, was sluggish in that game because of how physical Georgia was. And Missouri is physical along the defensive front. But like I was describing earlier, I, I feel like because of what Tennessee's offensive line did, all season long prior to the Georgia game, I don't feel like that should be an issue again. I would be very surprised if it is an issue again with the Tennessee offensive line performing poorly, but they do need to have a bounce back game and the receivers need to have a bounce back game. I'm not going to say they got bullied from the beginning of the game to to the end of the game. uh, Like the, the trenches were because I saw Brew McCoy on the rushing touchdown. I saw him, a little boy, a Georgia defensive back uh, in in run blocking. So it, it wasn't as bad on the perimeter, I don't think. Obviously, you can speak to that better than I can. But Georgia's DBs did get the better of Tennessee's wide receivers for, for the first time all season. And it was because they, they were physical and, and they weren't afraid of Tennessee's receivers. And I, and I also wonder if the, the lack of routes that they have to be concerned about, if you're a defensive back going up against Tennessee's receivers, I do wonder how much that played a role as well, just because they didn't have to think as much. They, they didn't have to worry about as many possible routes. Uh, you, again, you can probably speak to that better than I can, but uh, Missouri don't have the same personnel uh, that, that Georgia does to replicate what Georgia did, but I guarantee you they'll try to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it, man. Let's let's uh, let's get to the phones. 865-255-03 is our telephone number when you, when you call in. i uh, put you on a slight hole and then uh we'll put you through just tell us where you're calling from and and uh and your name all right good evening who do we have with us you got daytona live this ain't no damn daytona yeah it is no it's not it is what's up man what's up, I think it is it did it it sounded like c-mac at first it now is it sounds like daytona. this ain't daytona this c-mac no 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 but it's daytona it's pap Oh, okay. Now, I now, hear, I, can, see, now I, I hear. Now I hear. Not, I hear. It, yeah, and I, I'm not saying that just to, to joke on you, Daytona. You really did sound like C-Mac there at first. Yeah, you and sure? I, I don't swear you caught that as well. Yeah, now now well, you sound like Daytona. What's up, Daytona? It's good to hear from you, man. Hey, man, it's, it's, it's good to talk to y'all. This is a different Daytona. I don't have the enthusiasm in my voice anymore, guys. Uh, Daytona's been through the trenches. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Glad to, glad that you uh, called in, and, and hopefully we can uh, allow you to, to escape for a little bit. Yeah, man. Well, you know, uh, we just took a beating over here in Daytona. Uh, 
We we uh, I got some serious damage to my house. Uh, we've got probably 22, 25 condos that have been deemed uh, as dangerous as their seawalls and their pool decks and everything have been washed away. Uh, possibility of condos collapsing. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, uh, I'm safe. I still have everything I need in place. Uh, just a different time in Daytona's life. And, and we'll, we'll talk about that on a personal level at a different time if you guys want to reach out to me. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to, to call y'all. I seen, I still thought the show was on Thursdays. I just had a, a update come on saying that y'all was on it. And I said, well, let me call my buddies mm-hmm. and uh, talk for a minute. We but, uh, you know, hey, Daytona's been loud and proud down here. Uh, you know, this season has gone, gone far better than what I ever expected it to be. You know, we beat the Gators, we beat LSU, we beat Bama. You know, we had a setback at Georgia and, you know, I, you know, I think, I think we got too much hype going into that game. Uh, I hope it didn't go to our heads. Uh, I don't think that Georgia is that much better than Alabama. I just don't think that we were prepared. I, the crowd noise was a uh, a huge issue for us. As y'all were just talking about, you know, our offensive line didn't handle it as well. You know, I really thought that we were going to come back in the second half with some major adjustments, and uh, it just it just didn't happen. But you know what? Live from Daytona Beach, go Big Orange. I'm always going to be a true fan. You know, we still have an opportunity. We went out. We have some people turn some cards that shouldn't be turned. We're right back in the picture again. Somebody's going to lose. Ohio State's going to lose or Michigan's going to lose. TC, TCU is going to – one of those guys are going to lose. And you know what? I'm hoping the Bulldogs from Mississippi State – Beat the pull off an upset against the Bulldogs somehow, some way against the, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, I, uh, I hope so too, Dayton. I doubt it though. On on any given day, brother. On any given day. On any given day. You know, did you really think we were going to beat Alabama? I didn't. Yeah, I picked Alabama. I picked Tennessee to, to beat Alabama a week before the game. But uh. You know, it's just nice to have an opportunity to get my mind off of the many, many, many things that's on my mind right now, fellas, and and talk about what I am very passionate about, and that is the Tennessee Volunteers. I'm so proud of our boys. I'm so proud of our coaches. I think our recruiting is going to take a huge step. Ben, how is that baby? Baby is, is well, almost four months here in about a week and and he's growing like crazy and smiling like crazy every day which is a, a huge blessing and a huge joy so thank you for asking incredibly awesome Papap has also had a new addition i've had my 15th grandchild born man. a couple weeks ago in tallahassee that's a that's a that's a ton that's a ton right there pat pat man they told him man that's 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 awesome man uh, and to go along with that great grandchild as well. So it's 15, 15 grandkids, 
always blessings that will always make my day better. No doubt. No doubt about it, Pap Pap. Daytona, man. I, hey, we are up against it, my friend. Thank you so much for the phone calls. Good to hear from you. So good to hear from you, Daytona, man. Glad that you are safe down there, man. I saw where like the weather's about to act up again. We gotta take a quick break. Yeah, man. Hate it. Gotta take a quick break. We will be right back. 865-25503 is our telephone number. We'll get to the text box when we return. Stay with us. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. You know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just want the convenience of at-home treatment, all good. Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! You're listening to The Swain Event. You don't say! Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Bobbing your head, Ben. Go ahead. Huh. Okay. Okay. See you bobbing your head, Ben. Do your thing, Jay Swain. Do your thing. No, I ain't got nothing for you. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Uh, thank you for making this way to part of your evening. Ben, don't be rounding these people up. About this seating, how about do that? It don't matter right now. It's it gonna matter, matter in about four in a, weeks. In, in, in a small way, I I I'm with you. It, it, it's early. There's a lot of football left to be played. It, it'll sort itself out. Yep. But if Tennessee were the four seed, it would not have to worry about what others were doing, and that's a big deal. Damn man, the way the way we play, we need to focus on playing better. That's how I look at it. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm with you. But yeah. Georgia's in a league of its own. Well, like, it, Tennessee if we would have played to, better, it, it wouldn't. They wouldn't have been the leading of their own. There's a reason Tennessee didn't play better. Uh, hey, half of it was Georgia, other half was us. 
just like Alex Golish said. I, I'm 100% with Golish on that. You give Georgia credit. Well, of course, my the coach goodness. is going to say that. Well, you well, there's time coaches don't say 70, that. I would say it was it was 75 percent Georgia. There, there mm-hmm. Kirby Smart's in what year eight, year nine. Seven. I mean, I, I thought that that Saturday was a a reminder. And in, in, in some ways, I fully recognize Tennessee did not play well, and I agree. They had a, had an opportunity, and they they failed to make the most of it because of pre-snap penalties and, and letting the crowd noise affect them. I, I spoke about that earlier, that a veteran offense should not be that affected, in, in my opinion. But Georgia's just got better players. They, they, got, they do, unfortunately. They got better players. LSU had better players. Alabama had better players. So I, some of half of us on us. I'm going to the phone. I'm gender I'm I said I'm with you, so I'm not, I'm not going to push back on you. Like, I, I generally agree. I, all my point is with the playoffs is that Tennessee should not be in a spot to where it has to be rooting for Texas to beat TCU this weekend because right. Tennessee should be the four seed, and if they went out like they're going to, then it wouldn't matter what everybody else does, and, and that's significant. Hey, man. I'm going to get to this phone call. Tennessee, look, everybody's going to run the table. Hey, it's a a show every Tuesday for a reason. It's a yeah, show. Maybe so. It's a show. All right. Uh, good evening. Who we got? <laughs> he cuts into any more of my damn time. I know, man. We don't got an hour up in here. Well, when people start to care about with what you have to say, I'll stop cutting into what you have to say. Ooh. Ooh. What's up? Nobody even knows who you are anymore. Hush. <laughs> That's not true. That's Go the, Vols 247. Hey, he was on the sideline, CBS. I was like, I looked over and – Ben hit me in my chest. I was like, how did Ben get here? I was like, what are you doing, Ben? He's like, hey, I'm on the sideline. I'm with you. What's up? <laughs> Whose pass did you steal to get down there? He had his own pass. Don't worry about that. He, he had his own one. pass. <laughs> hey, and at halftime, I got to tell you this story of Austin. I'm going to cut into your time. So at halftime, everyone disappeared. And I'm like, where's everybody? Where did everybody go? Players went to the locker room. Uh, and I had my little two questions with, with Hypo. He wasn't happy. And so I'm not familiar with Sanford Stadium like that. And I text Ben. It's like, uh, where y'all go? And then he described where he was like I knew where it was. I don't know. So I just set my butt on the bench and was, was looking at Ugga, seeing when he was going to get up. He just laid there the whole time. Um, <laughs> but Ben, like he, like, he, like he knew he was going, man, the whole entire time. Like that was his – Six time being there, so he's walking around like he owned the place. Surprised he didn't come out with a slice of pizza, just rub it in your face. I'm sure they had some food at halftime. <laughs> hot dogs, baby. That was hot dogs. I didn't know, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, see, you take turns. You know, last week you or last time you left him out, this time he leaves you out. Man, I was <laughs> hey, Boston. I was hurting too. I didn't, I didn't eat until the plane fly back. Like I was. I was hurting. I had like some, some small right before the game, and poof, after the game, I was hurting, had a headache and everything, boy. So I know how you Fresh feel. Ride back. That must have been nice. What'd you say? I said you better start taking a protein bar with you on the road. I know, I know. I heard you, Ben. No hate. How's that drive, Ben? <sighs> it actually you know, wasn't uh, that bad. The drive wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, because I, 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 I know Swain and I texted on Sunday, so he he was off of social media because I was also off of 
social media in terms of scrolling the, the timeline because we, we didn't want to see all the comments on, on, no, on no. Sunday. So Swain did not see that. I drove over to Jackson, Tennessee on Sunday for the baseball scrimmage. And Saturday night, I drove to Huntsville to stay at my parents to shorten the drive on Sunday. And it actually wasn't that bad because I went from Eastern time zone to Central time zone, and I got an hour back. Okay. So there I essentially go. lost or got two hours back in, in terms of going to Huntsville. Yeah, there you go. I know everybody cares about that. There you go. Sorry, Volstar. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's your world now. You know, whenever you ask uh, which one's worse, Missouri or Kentucky, I would have to say the answer is Bofa. Bofa, man. <laughs> that watching them in the watching them play in the first half was um, it was it was it was kind of sad. They they both stunk it up in the first half. But watching oh, Mizzou God. play against South Carolina, Mizzou looked like a brand new, different team, way different team. Yeah, but if if Mizzou thinks they're going to do to Tennessee what Georgia did, uh uh-uh, uh, that ain't going to happen. No, it ain't going to happen. Because they'll take shots for though. me. For me, the difference in that game was the fact that Georgia had DBs that could cover because that kept Hooker in the pocket longer and kept the ball in his hand longer. And Georgia's already got a good defensive line, so boom, they were all over him. He had too much time to think. Yeah, yeah, he was he was he was waiting on. His receivers get open instead of throwing the ball away. Because how Tennessee's been able to beat these better defensive lines during the year is he's been able to get that ball out quick. He couldn't do that against Georgia. No. Now, receivers, receivers got to win better. You know, coaches got to put them in position to, you know, win quicker. So, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a group L for sure. It was a team L. And uh, I think the coach is pretty confident in, in a better game plan and, Better execution if they play again. So we'll see. But no reason why Tennessee should be picked by anybody, honestly. Uh, like Ben said, uh, Tennessee fans will believe, but I think I don't think any media will, will pick Tennessee in a rematch, and that's okay. No, I don't, I don't expect them to. Yep. Even, even if it is on a neutral field, you don't have to worry about the crowd noise. Yep. yep that's right. I, I was really surprised uh, Heifel was, was that honest about it. He was like, yeah, the crowd noise was a factor. Ain't no sense lying, lying about it. We had eight or nine pre-snap penalties. I know, but I'm so not used to that from a coach. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's... well, what I was I was interested in and, and what was eye-opening to me was Jalen Hyatt after the game saying that he could not hear Hendon and then Hendon on Tuesday saying, well, all you got to do is look at the football. I, I, I thought the, the two different thought processes there – were, were were interesting that that the receiver was saying he's going to hear Hooker, and then Hooker said when asked what Jalen said uh, that all you had to do is look at the football. I thought that was interesting. Well, the way I look at that is are are all the calls nonverbal in terms of the routes? Because there's no because Hendon is right. Like receivers should never have to worry about hearing the snap count like a receiver jumping off sides is I mean, it's like the worst thing ever you supposed to look at the ball but are there calls being made by the quarterback that the receiver has to hear verbally to know what he's doing that that's my question seeing you would think the way that that offense is designed that there wouldn't be a lot of verbal cues because you're moving too daggum fast 
Yeah, well, there's there was verbal cues on the offensive line, that's for sure, and that that was that was a part of the problem. They couldn't hear each other. Well, guys, before I go, tell C Mac not to double dip tonight. See you, boys. <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked to C Mac in a while, man. Where is C Mac? Hope he's all right. Big big shot, Rob. Go check on him. Colorado boys. That that Rob C Mac is your responsibility. Go make sure he's okay. Chip Payne told you to chill out. Ben, chill out. Nothing to worry about. Let's go put 60 points on these boys, on these three chumps, and it will okay. all work out. That's what Chip Payne called them chumps. I didn't say that. So don't be, well, don't be. They are my words. Chumps. Tennessee, should, Tennessee should score 50 on Saturday. I don't care that it's senior day or a noon game. Tennessee's offense is, is much better than Missouri's defense in in my opinion, but I, I just don't trust the, the selection committee. And, and who knows, maybe they are just creating drama, as you alluded to earlier when you mentioned that it is a show, but they're, they're already trying to make it seem like TCU is significantly better than Tennessee by some of the stats that they're throwing out. And they're, they're not even correct stats when you compare them to Tennessee's. They're already trying to make the case that, that Oregon's – loss to Georgia is the same as Tennessee's loss to Georgia when that could not be further from the truth. And and you know they're going to try to talk themselves into Ohio State and Michigan, regardless of one of those two teams losing to each other. USC runs the table. Everybody's going to be enamored with Caleb Williams and and the USC brand. Look at this conspiracy theory tone. Like last week, everybody was was all on Tennessee's job. Everyone loved Because Tennessee had – Tennessee had the best resume in the country. And they still and got a good resume. Now, I would say that they still – you'd have to split hairs between Georgia and, and Tennessee. I think Tennessee's maybe better from top to bottom. But what Georgia's defense has been able to do to Oregon's offense and Tennessee's offense, when, when you look at what Oregon and, and Tennessee have done against other teams offensively outside of the Georgia game is, is pretty remarkable. So I, I would say that Tennessee's resume is just as good as anybody's. And I'm sorry, but losing by 14 to the clear number one team in the country that is in a class of their own this season on the road, it's your first loss of the season. That should not result in you dropping from one to five. And, and it has nothing to do with TCU. TCU has been impressive. They have a great resume, but Tennessee's is better. Ben, that just wasn't 14 points. That you saw that sideline. You, you you saw that football game. I, I Georgia dominated the game. I do agree, but it's not the same as the way Georgia beat down Oregon. No, it wasn't. It was the same. It's, Georgia pulled their starters. People are in the trying to make it out to people are trying to make it out to be the same. And, yeah, and yeah, it was. It, same. It, same. It, it was. It was not. Georgia's defense dominated the Tennessee offense. They absolutely had them flustered on top of the crowd noise. But I, I don't believe in in this conversation that has been going on this week that Georgia was Georgia could have named its score uh, on Saturday. Georgia's offense was certainly better than Tennessee's defense and, and Tennessee's defense was having a, a somewhat difficult time, but Georgia wasn't naming its score on Saturday. Tennessee's defense was making some plays here and there to prevent them from naming its score. That I disagree with that narrative that's been coming out of Athens and, and some SEC media members and trying to compare it. As, as the same as the way Oregon got beat down. I'm going to the phone. 865-255-03. Good evening. Who we got? Got Justin Goforth on the phone. What's up, Justin? How you doing, man? 
Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. I I, I used to call into the show back in the day. Is ball so hard? I don't know if y'all remember. Ball so hard, man. That's a, that's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a while, man. I I just got a couple couple things I just want to touch on. I'll hang up and listen. But I mean, the first thing would be Josh Heupel brought God back to Knoxville, I believe, because he's got those boys, you know, on another level out there, you know, about disciple and others and the leadership role and all that stuff. I love it. I really do. Uh, you know, it hasn't gone unnoticed. But the other two things that, that I wanted to point out, and I'll, I'm going to hang up and listen after this, but whenever Hennon Hooker was asked about hold, holding on to that ball too long, you know, he, he kind of got a little upset about it. And also, Whenever, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, uh, but but when it, whenever uh, Coach Golish was asked about you know uh, about Georgia and how they kind of dominated the game, he was like, well, I, you know, he he kind of kind of sat back for a minute and got a little upset as well, you know, and and I know it stung right there, and it you know it still stings with me as well. But I mean, I'm just kind of kind of you know wanted to hear y'all's thoughts on that part of it. That's all. Well, it should sting. It means they take pride in. Um their performance and they, they know that they're better than what they showed on Saturday. I think they truly believe that. So I have no problem with them reacting that way. I mean, we were at the game, we saw the game, you know, hooker, hooker did hold on to the ball, but I, I think he was holding on to the ball because he just trusts his receivers to to get open. And he was looking for him to get open and they just wasn't getting open. And that's that's yeah. like so he didn't want to throw his receivers under the bus because he could have been like yo I, I was like I was trying to wait for my guys to get open that's what I saw so uh, that's why I, want- I, I, I know it's got to be frustrating too as a quarterback you know in general you know you you want you want to make the play you know at the same time and your receivers downfield you know they're getting they're getting held up you know and yeah I, I get it I get it yeah I mean that's 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 what I saw, and that's why I have said all week long, it's not this group's fault, that player's fault. It's everybody's fault. Like, offensively, I don't know who played well. Like, I can't point to one person and go, oh, yeah, he played well. Everyone everyone messed up. Like Everyone had their moments where they didn't do their job, and it cost the offense the opportunity to put points on the board or have more explosive plays. So receivers could have got open a whole lot better, especially in scramble situations. I, I didn't think we did a good job of, of working with the quarterback and finding open areas. Um, we can be better there. I, I thought Hendon could have done a better job getting to, you know, second and third read during his progressions. Obviously, he, hold on, he held on to the ball. Uh, he, he did a great job of protecting it outside the interception, but he trusted Tillman to go get it, and he kind of threw it uh, a little bit inside, even though there's nowhere to go but inside when you're on the sideline. Um, but he trusted his guy, and his guy didn't win on the outside. You know, the route could have been better, uh, technique could have been better, but that's why I'm saying like everyone, everyone is to blame. Everyone is at fault. It's just not the quarterback. It's just not the receivers. It's just not the offensive line. It's just not the running back. It's it's everybody. So. Uh, it was one of those games where one thing happens, at least another thing happened, at least another thing happened. You, you couldn't have two things that match. You couldn't have peanut butter and jelly. It was like, all right, you got rec- receivers open, but the ball's overthrown. 
all right, you got the ball there, but it's dropped. Or the ball would have been perfect if the receiver would have kept running full speed. Or, man, that play was wide open, but the, the, the pressure made Hendon throw his eyes from upfield to down, you know, down, and he had to scramble and run. It was just all that going on on offense on Saturday. So, right. Well, I, I definitely believe at a neutral site, Tennessee has the upper hand any day of the week. I hope so. I, I <laughs> Vol so hard. I wouldn't say upper hand, but I want to see how Tennessee would, would would play in that game. I want to see how we would bounce back, and and Absolutely. what adjustments we would make. Versus Georgia. Because think about it. We didn't even run Hooker on any design runs. In Florida, know, all he was doing was That would have ate them up, too. I mean, if, if we had some more design runs for them. Because they, they weren't prepared for that. Yeah. And I, and Hooker ran against Alabama. He ran against Florida. He got beat up pretty good against Florida. That's probably the reason why he didn't run as much as far as design runs. But, I mean... It didn't really matter if it was designed or not because he got beat up anyways uh, in that Georgia game. But it was a good learning lesson, and Tennessee is still in a position to put themselves uh, in college football playoff with with some help from Texas or, or Baylor in the next week or two. I got my fingers crossed, y'all. <laughs> I promise. Hey, hey, I appreciate y'all having me on tonight. I'm going to go ahead and get off here, though. I, I got some things I got to take care of. But, hey, thank y'all so much. Hey, I'm glad y'all are still doing what you do. Hey, thank you. Thank you. All right, 865-255-03. Say upper, upper, upper hand. Get the edge on the neutral side game. Man, I don't know about that one. You beat, you beat a team 27-13 like that. How do you not have the upper hand? How do you not be the favorite in a rematch? Whew. Mizzou, Mizzou, Mizzou. Might be at the wrong place at the wrong time this weekend. We'll see. These leaders step up. We'll see how this team bounces back. The thing I love about college football. How do you handle adversity? We'll take a quick time out. Sweet event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Still sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to buy and sell in this complicated market? I get it, and I understand why you're hesitant. That's where I come in. Call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions you have and whether you're ready to rock in two weeks, two weeks, two years, two years, I'll be here. Look Top 100 to Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. 
Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! Fellas, do you need an annual health exam? I recommend going to Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They will check all of your levels, not just your T level. In most cases, it's completely covered by your health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and office visit with the medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on event on event on event on Twitter, 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 and like this show on Facebook. What? That the remix right there. That was the remix, Ben McKee. What was that? <laughs> Trying to be like Twenty One Savage and Drake over there. I guess so. I've never seen that before. Seen or heard? Seen. I'm sitting here looking at it too. You can hear it. I can see it in here. That was that was weird, but we snapping clear. That's what we do. <laughs> let, let's let's let, let's not go down that road. Yes, we are. We are going down that road because I'm not going to let one person ruin football sayings that's been said for a hundred years. You did for me. Well, it ain't it ain't for me. So I'm gonna keep saying the same stuff I've heard before. Oh boy, so he ain't messing up for me. Um. Oh, Chip Payne, boy, this is a good one. Chip Payne, this is a good one. If Tennessee gets left out the playoffs and makes the Sugar Bowl, do you see any players sitting out to prepare for the draft? Ooh, <laughs> hey, ooh, I plead the fifth, man. Yes, I I do. It's hard. I don't know, man. That's, uh... There would be at least one or two, but I I I do kind of pause like you just did. Uh, you you saw a team last year who was as close as this year's team. Last year's team had the same beliefs, and and you still saw some of the the key guys out there playing. When it it was probably in their better interest to to not play. Ole Miss. So I, I'm talking about Tennessee. Tennessee oh. in the Music City Bowl last nah, year with, with like Theo Theo Jackson and and Matt Butler. No, that, they, they need to play. Reason to sit out. Yeah, they need to play the Music City Bowl. Uh, yeah. Theo Jackson was drafted in the sixth round. But we knew he. My point, yes, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, I'm just generally speaking, like we, we for the especially like Matthew Butler, we knew he was going to get drafted. He didn't have to play. He needed to play. Have to. He needed to play. 
fair enough. I'm not going to push back on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's more NFL teams. But, but Tillman. NFL talent on this team. But Tillman this year is the guy I'm kind of looking at. Yeah, because he, since he's been banged up all year. Because he's banged up already, and he fought to get him. He had a procedure done to get back. And I wouldn't blame him one way or the other, honestly. But, like, I look yeah. at the Sugar Bowl differently than I would look at the Music City Bowl. So, like, I mean, no offense to Music City Bowl, but this this is a Sugar Bowl. So, yes, it's not playing for a championship, but it's a very, very, very prestigious bowl. So, that's a good question. I don't know the answer. I think Tillman, I think Tillman would be the potentially the one. But but who knows? Maybe Tillman thinks the opposite and thinks, I haven't played enough this year. And as of today, he only has one touchdown. We'll see what he does the next three weeks. But maybe that factors into his decision and, and urges him to play. That I, I need to remind people of who I am because I haven't been able to to do so throughout the regular season. I, I almost wonder if that thought would play into it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say one way or the other, but it's a good question. No, we and, don't know. the, And hopefully we, we don't have to we find don't know out. What those guys are thinking. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have to find out. Cause I almost think that Tillman needs to play more than hooker Ho- hooker. I'm solely going off of Mel Kuyper. We'll see what NFL teams think, but Mel Kuyper's vaulted Hendon all the way up in, into his top five. To where I, I almost kind of feel like he he would have more to lose from a a stock standpoint going into it than than Tillman because I, I think Tillman may need to remind folks of of who he is and people will go back and watch the film from last year they'll see the things that he he was able to do this year with Tillman um, but I, I think it would be a nice refresher for NFL teams if Tillman went out in the Sugar Bowl and had a big game whereas with Hendon his stock is has, has skyrocketed. And he's in that conversation for being a top five quarterback and a second, third round pick. Maybe sneaks into to the late first round. So I almost think that Hendon's the the more interesting question. But I also think that Hendon's personality. I, I almost think that he would play just yeah. just kind of knowing his personality. Yeah, that's how I look at it too. Uh, I mean, you think I'm crazy for thinking that? I think he's crazy. Period. <laughs> Fair enough. <Touché. laughs> uh, Tony says I am crazy. Yeah, you crazy. Yeah, that's what I think. Tony says uh, it's a domino effect. Once it went bad, it got worse. Plus, side, uh, Kirby showed his whole defensive playbook, gave us what we need to fix, fix to fix the holes. I was I was optim- optimistic um, for a long time in that game. Long time, like all the way to the fourth quarter. I I was optimistic until or optimistic. We'll bring that twain event word. I was optimistic until it became a monsoon on on the sideline. That, that's when all of the, the it, it was raining very hard. It was, it was, it was sprinkling. It was not sprinkling, Twain. I was soaking wet. You were too. It was not sprinkling. It was. It was, it was not sprinkling. It was. It was a heavy sprinkle. It was a heavy rain. It absolutely. It was not a heavy rain. LSU was yes, heavy was. rain, Ben, 2017. Yes, it was. That game was heavier, but it was still heavy rain. on Saturday. Hendon had guys open and was selling it high because of the wet ball. Mm. I was got hit in the head because of it. Poor ball. 865 255 <sighs> mm, mm, mm. mm, mm, mm. 
Who we play? Oh, yeah. Missouri. So, Missouri, <laughs> Brady Cook, sophomore, 6'2", 208. Doesn't do a great job of taking care of the football. Red zone offense for Missouri is not that great. But, man, they do a lot of formations, uh, a lot of motions, and hopefully our, our guys understand the keys, great eye discipline. It's going to be uh, extra challenging, I think, for Tim Banks to get his team ready for the formations and all the stuff that they do, the window dressing, versus playing against Kentucky. And honestly, Ben, I think Kentucky, I think Missouri gives Tennessee a better game than Kentucky did. For some reason, I think that. For some reason, I think Missouri's going to give Tennessee a better game than Kentucky. Because Kentucky quit. I think it's going to be the uh, – they did. They yeah, quit. Missouri won't quit. That That's fair. I can certainly see it from that aspect. But take the, the quitting thing out of it, and I, I think it's the same. I, I think Missouri and Kentucky personnel-wise is the, the same football team. And I, I'd say Kentucky is more talented from top to bottom than Missouri. So I, I – I, I would be surprised if, if Tennessee doesn't beat down Missouri. I, I would be surprised if it's a game in the fourth quarter. I, I may look like an idiot come Saturday afternoon, but I don't think it's going to be very close. You're at you're see Joe Milton in the fourth quarter. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, I am ready. Although, I don't know. Maybe we won't see Joe Milton because of the playoff scenario. I guess, I guess that's something to keep an eye on. What? Uh, does he leave Hendon in there the entire game regardless of the score? Oh, uh. If, Playoff. If I, I, was I was thinking Josh more Michael? like I was thinking more like Heisman, because you can still run the score with Milton. Yeah, you you, you I, forgot that Milton can throw deep balls. What do, you, what do you mean Heisman? What's that? What you mean? What you mean? What I mean about Heisman? You, you, you forgot that he was in the Heisman. Out. So what does that have to do with the Heisman? Yeah, but what? Why, why would Joe Milton be in if they're trying to run up his stats for the Heisman? No, no, no. You're, you. I said Joe Milton in the fourth quarter, and you made it seem like you keep you keep Hendon in because you could run up the score. I'm saying you can still run up the score with Joe Milton being in. Yes, yes. I'm saying I, you I keep agree. Hendon in because you want to run up his stats because of the Heisman. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, no, I feel you. I feel you. I, I'm not pulling Hendon until there's 60 up on the board. I'm hanging 60 on Missouri. I'm hanging 60 on South Carolina. And I'm hanging 60 on Vanderbilt. <laughs> I, I, Hendon is not coming out of the game until there are 60 points on the board or four zeros. For for Heisman purposes, not really for Heisman purposes, because if, if Tennessee goes out and puts up 60, then, then that'll probably handle itself. But I, I'm – I'm leaving no doubt. No, with, with these football. No, you no, no, no. You got you got to go back and, and revise that. So like, you can score sixty with Joe Milton playing the fourth quarter. I don't want that. Like, no, stick with what you said. You won't hand it out there the whole time, so that way he's responsible for the the sixty. Like, if Hendon taps his helmet when it come out, I'm gonna pretend like I didn't see him. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I guess my I just don't think they're gonna operate in that fashion. Knowing, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, they, they just don't strike me as people that are that are going to make decisions based off the Heisman. I, I think Joe can go out there and and help the team get to 60 by playing the fourth quarter. I, I've been saying all season long, or at least since September, I think he's improved. He, he needs to go prove prove it against legitimate competition. But even against lesser competition, he's showing better touch on the ball, which is 
what he did not show last year. So I think Joe's improved. I, I have confidence that he can go out there and score against Missouri and South Carolina and, and Vanderbilt. I, I just don't think that they operate with, with the thought process of trying to pad the stats for the Heisman. And, and although I, I do think Joe is capable of getting the job done, you're more likely to get the job done when hidden it in there. So that's why I'm leaving hidden in there. No, I, 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 that's that's what I understand. That's 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 what I'm on. Like, I I want think about how many opportunities are you going to have for a quarterback to get this close to winning the Heisman? Like that's that's not very many. Exactly. So Tennessee's had one in its entire history, right? A finalist. I thought no, Johnny Majors. Johnny Majors. Was, Johnny Majors uh, he's Shula. Got really so close. Three. Mm-hmm. Got real close. I, yeah. So three finalists in how many years have we been playing football in Knoxville? A hundred and long time. Forever, a long time, and you and you've only had three. So I, I'm with you. Do, do what you can to win the Heisman. I just they they strike me as people more concerned with trying to get to the playoffs and and winning. So I, I don't think that they, they make decisions based off of that. Maybe they do, and they just do a great job of pretending like they don't. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those scenarios where you can kill two birds with one stone. I mean, leave Hendon in there for the purpose of putting up 60, and his stats are going to take care of itself. Yeah, that's I want I want to see it. The reason why I want to see it is, and I know, like, Jinkwitz, wasn't trying to like talk trash for real, for real. But his comments on Jim Rome, the summer talking about Tennessee. Pruitt's wife <laughs> was part of the investigation. And he was making a joke about, man, I need to, I'm going to start questioning my wife's loyalty, <laughs> which it was funny, but still. I don't, I don't want to hear it from, from, from Drinkwitz if I'm Tennessee. I don't want to hear it. And, and because he thought it was funny, I feel like Tennessee needs to go ahead and hang, hang a half a hundred on him just for that. There's been a lot of pain, suffering, a lot of people that have beat up on Tennessee when Tennessee's down. And here's an opportunity to repay a lot of people, especially ones who want to make little jokes on national radio shows about us. That's all I'm saying. But, hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Hey, Ben, we got you back there. You looking? I went away. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I got your back. My bad. I don't know why. You Everything's fro- working. It's frozen. It's technology. In my, in, in my house. And, and all the other technology, but the camera is apparently working just fine. So you good. I, I don't get it. You're good. It's technology, man. It's technology. It's technology. One my thing- biggest gripe right now is me having money on the Falcons, two and a half, and, and they're losing 13 to nothing, hopefully 13 to three here in a second, to the freaking Panthers. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, I picked the Falcons in an e- easy dub. Easy dub. 
Uh, it ain't looking easy right now. No. Because you know why? Because it's raining, Swain. Raining the same that it was in Athens this past Saturday. Dude, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because I checked the forecast for Saturday. And Saturday, it's a... F- so, so, so last Saturday, I checked the weather, and it was a 40% chance of rain in Athens, okay? So I brought my rain jacket. Starting at night, like after the game. That was uh, after yeah after the game, and then in the morning, and it was drizzling in the morning. But I but I checked the forecast, forty percent. I brought my jacket, I left it in my in my bag, um, kind of by the visiting locker room. I was like, oh, it's, it's good. And it was raining, like the forecast said, a hundred percent chance of rain. So I checked the forecast for for this week couple days ago and it said 41 percent chance of rain <laughs> so i don't know man um I, I guess i'll bring my rain jacket we'll see but man i can't we can't be having a bunch of rain now we're trying we're trying to score 60 can't be messing up the our chance does not help yeah you must well take your gloves off like, i saw one ball hit the glove of a receiver <laughs> it did not matter that ball was not caught. It's just different, man. If you got a visor, oh, because you don't have windshield wipers on your on your helmet. They don't make those yet. You know what, man? We might need we might need to come up with an idea, man. Windshield wipers for your for your for your face mask in the rain. That might be our idea right there. We need a Shark Tank. That's it right there, man. That's that's the move right there. But. If you have a visor on and it starts raining, like I remember in 2006, we was playing Marshall and I got Chicken Hawk to take mine off during the game. Take it off. Take it off. Because it was fogging up. I couldn't see. Let's take it off. So, yeah, that rain can be a big distraction. Looks like it's going to be raining this weekend. Hopefully it doesn't. We'll see. All right, Ben, uh, you picking Tennessee? This yes. weekend or, or no? Yes. Vols by a lot. That's my prediction. Vols by 50? No, I'm, I'm not going that far. Especially I mean, if it's going to rain. I mean, the Kentucky game, Vols won by 38. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't too far off for 50. I think it's going to be like the, the, the Kentucky game all over again, like I said earlier. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if the rain uh, affects the score in any way, but I – I, I think Kentucky's a, a more talented version of Missouri, and we saw both of those two teams play each other, and we saw how Tennessee beat Kentucky. So I, I think it'll be very similar. Yeah, yeah, I hope so, man. I hope so. Without rain, of course, because, you know, I, ain't, I prefer not to get sick. I prefer. Got to get a dub on, on Saturday and then head on over to Nashville on Sunday and get a get a dub against the Buffaloes of Colorado. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know why that game is even in Nashville. That's, that's... I, I think part of it was because something with COVID and Colorado agreed or Tennessee agreed to go out there and Colorado came here during the COVID year or something like that and they agreed to do a third game. In, oh, yeah, this is the third game. This is the third game. This is the third game. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, because they came here when Keon was a freshman. Then we went there last year. And then, okay, that's right. That's right. What I want to know is who scheduled it to start at the same time as the Titans playing across the river. 
That's what I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I'm still, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm watching Tennessee basketball. Uh, duh. Jay Swizzle, I hope you have a good week, my friend. You too, my friend. Swain Event, Fuel by Daddy Barbecue for Ben McKee. I am Jason Swain. Ben McKee of Go Falls 247. I am Jason Swain. And uh, before you go, Hiller Comfort Bundle, HVAC Bundle, which includes an HVAC replacement, a Germicidal UV light, extended 10-year warranty. You'll get a free solo smokeless stove. Also, when you purchase a whole home generator or whole home water filtration or descaler, you're also going to get that free solo stove. Hiller's also offering zero interest for up to 12 months on these purchases. Hiller's work is backed by the happy you'll be or service is free guarantee. We hope you have a great evening. Oh, Pants got those fire black helmets. I just turned on the game. Y'all have a great evening. Peace and love. We are out.